and welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon. And I'm Angelica. And it's group deep dive time yet again. And this week, I'm feeling very nervous, but also very, very excited um, because as you could probably tell from the title, uh, today we're going to do a deep dive about my ultimate girl group, A-Pink, which I'm very excited about, but I'm also feeling very nervous because I feel like, at least in like our friendship, like A-Pink is, it's just for me. Like this mm-hmm. is my like standing that I do like entirely on my own. True. You're very supportive. You came with me to an A-Pink <laughs> concert and that was like, that yeah, meant that a so lot fun. to me. And like, you always like watch the music video when it comes out, like just because but like this is a this is a standing I have done like fully on my own like in a little closet by myself (laughs) so I like feel very nervous about like sharing it today because like unlike other groups where deep dives where we like the group you don't have any love and attention for them like I do so I feel I just don't want to be too much today and I'm scared of showing I'm showing myself to everyone (laughs) I guess I mean I think that we have shown so much of ourselves at That's this true. point that um, there's really no. It how much worse could it be? No, I totally know <laughs> what you mean. I know what you mean. I guess I'm. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. We've shared a lot. I guess I'm just sort of thinking that in the specific case of a pink. As opposed to, say, like an EXO or something where I feel like EXO is very, very popular. Mm -hmm. So I don't feel weird being like, listen to these EXO songs. They're the best songs because tons of people agree. Yeah. A-Pink is a very, like, underrated, like, not that, like, super smash hit of a group. Mm -hmm. And I also don't think that their music, at least their older music, I don't think it's for everyone. So I'm also a little nervous to be like, ah! I love this when I feel like there's a good chunk of people who will be like, this is my least favorite kind of music. So I'm just kind of like, oh, this is going to be a weird one. (laughs) Sure. And I think, well, we chose to do, I mean, but I, I also think that you could make a very similar argument about a group like Tiara where their music or even to anyone or Girls' Generation, really, like any of the groups, any of the girl groups that we've done so far because I think girl groups maybe more often than boy groups have a very specific niche that they're put into, like a very specific sound. And that sound is not always for everyone. Um, And so like, like a lot of Tiara songs, like found followed that same club beat. We'll hear a lot of like a pink songs that follow like similar musical themes. Um, And so I think, I don't think you should discount the fact that you love it. Okay. um, Because (laughs) That could be made, that argument could be made about any of the groups that we've talked to. Even Shiny's music, like, we recommend that so wholeheartedly because we love it so much. Sure. But Shiny's music is not for everyone. That's true. Um, and so, yeah, it'll just be, it'll. it's worth talking about A-Pink because even though you can argue that they are underrated in the sense that they're not usually someone who has a, like a number one hit all of the time, they are very successful and they're one of the few girl groups that has um, 
longevity that we don't see very often with girl groups um, because they've been around since 2011. 11, yeah. And I think if you were to not, if you were to be the type that counts all those members leaving SM as like a girl's generation technical disbanding, if you count that, then A-Pink is the longest surviving second gen girl group. Mm-hmm. Because literally everyone else has fully disbanded. So, like, there is, that that means something. Yeah. Um, and they do have, like, we'll get to it, but, like, they have a, they had a lot of number twos mm-hmm. before they ever got a number one. So, like, their songs were out there. It just, no, like, wasn't the, all the way best. Yeah, they but they have consistently, from the beginning, had solid success. And I think that even if you are someone who right now is thinking like, oh, I don't think I know any A-Pink songs, you will know them. Like if you know like basic K-pop history, If you watch history, variety think, shows or whatever. Yeah, if you watch older it. variety shows, if you followed like any second gen groups, I think that you have heard most of these title songs or at least like a handful of them. Um, because like we said, A-Pink has always had solid success. All right. Well, then I guess it's time to just get into it. Um, so big picture details up top. A Pink debuted on April 19th, 2011. The company at the time was called A Cube. Um, they have been under technically three companies, mm-hmm. A Cube, Plan A, and Play M Entertainment. But it's the same, it's been the same management person. Mm-hmm. They've just sort of like the parent company. Has, has changed. changed. Yeah. So it was like Planet or Q A Cube was like a subsidiary of Cube where Cube was bankrolling most of it, but it was like independent mm-hmm. technically from Cube. Yeah. I don't quite understand it all, but like just know that, I guess, mm-hmm. that they've had a couple of companies. Um, I also thought a fun fact is that the name A Pink was literally just a placeholder name that the company like had on paper, like uh, A Pink. Mm. And then it got leaked to the press and they like <gasps> didn't know what to do about it. They sh- they show this whole process in the first episode of A Pink News. But some people in the comments were like, oh, it sounds refreshing. It sounds young. Like, it sounds nice. So then they just went with it. That's really funny. So yeah, it was a temporary name. So it doesn't like come from it. It was just like a plan A, A cube, A pink girls, A pink. Great. There you go. <laughs> Um, Their fan color is strawberry pink, Mm -hmm. and their fan club is the Pink Pandas. Um, And then did you have a couple little uh, ward? absolutely. So I have, in general, like their genre is typically classified as like bubblegum synth pop, which I think is a pretty perfect nailing. Yeah, and we said in a really, really early episode when we were talking basic concepts that like A-Pink is a very stereotypical fairy, or they started that way when they were young, Mm -hmm. fairy idol group. Yes, they (laughs) have like the sweet, pure image is like their style of girl group. So they're not like girl crush or whatever, tough. They are fairy idols. Um, They have won 34 awards, 32 music shows. They have put out eight mini albums, three studio albums and three Japanese albums as well. There you go. Um, So now comes to the part where we go through all of the members so you can get Mm -hmm. to know the group. So up top, our leader is Chorong. Um, Interestingly enough, we will see there are no stage names in A-Pink. They Mm -hmm. all have their own actual names, which is kind of interesting. Um, And Chorong is technically the rapper. I put it in quotes because she like... 
sort of, they did like a little speaky rappy thing early on because like we said, like there was a point and I think it continues where like you have to put a rap ring in stuff for some reason. Yeah. Um, but she's also a lyricist and has been writing lyrics for A-Pink Music for a very, very, very long time. Mm-hmm. Yes, she's the most prolific songwriter of the group, and she has penned 12 different tracks over 10 of their albums. Uh, her birthday is March 3rd, 1991. Uh, she's a third degree black belt in hop keto, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, she's also like BFFs with this guy, uh, Chang Sub from B2B. They're mm-hmm. like best, best, best friends. Cute. Um, and per a quote that Yunji said just a few months ago, like, Chorong is what keeps the group together. Like, they all really love her. Um, she's a good, like, leader mom to them. Um, but they also, like, give her a real hard time and she loves to scream at them. <laughs> um, and we always try to, like, describe the members so that if you're, like, watching along with us... So, like, Chorong has the tiniest, tiniest whisper voice. Like, when she sings, it's, like, the tiniest, breathiest whisper voice that I've ever heard. She almost always has bangs. And, like, she has big eyes and a little mouth. And she has those, like, I've heard for a while it was, like, a trend to try to make the, like, bottom of your eye, like, look puffier. Mm. Because it, like, makes you look young and cute. And she definitely has, like, cute under eye puffies. But I don't know. She looks like... She just reminds me of like a cartoon or something because her eyes are so like bright and sparkly and she's just like so pretty. I don't know. They're all so pretty. I don't know how to describe them other than that. They're all so pretty. (laughs) Yeah, I actually didn't even write physical descriptions of them (laughs) because it took me a really long time to learn all of their names and faces. And I find and I, I just I was like, I don't know. They're just all very beautiful. They're just all very beautiful women. Um, And they change their hair a lot. So it's, I don't know. I found it really difficult to, like, make more distinct. And because there's, we didn't even say how many of them there are. Oh, we didn't. There are currently six. There were seven when they debuted. Um, And so because of that, like, it's easier with someone, like, to anyone where we could be like, so-and-so always has blonde hair and -and so-and-so always has whatever. Because there were only four. But there's seven to six uh, members at a time. So it was, like, a little more challenging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But that's our leader, Chorong. Uh, next in line is Bomi. I've been mentioned before. One of my ultimate biases. She's the main dancer and center of A-Pink. Mm-hmm. Her birthday is August 13th, 1993. Uh, she also is a third degree black belt, but in Taekwondo. So her and Chorong are like the little martial art girls. It's very surprising. Um, she is a variety show queen. Mm-hmm. Has like an insane face and no shame. So like she you know, makes a crazy fool of herself on TV all the time and people love mm-hmm. her for it. Um, I wrote that I love to watch her dance. I think she's just one of those people that like literally every little tiny move, every finger, every wink, every head tilt, like she just always chooses the right moment. And she has like great balance that I feel like Lei would be very proud of. And like, I just love watching her dance because she's such a like spazzy person when she's not <laughs> dancing. And then it's like she can just turn it on and become this like very poised dancer. And it's very amazing to me. Um, I did try, like, I did try to physically describe them. So go for it. Because I I know them like the back of my hand, but it's still hard to do. Um, so Bomi has a very small mouth, mm-hmm. like an insanely small mouth. And it's always 
kind of a little bit open. Like she has a slight overbite and her mouth is just kind of always open, but it's very small. Um, and then she has, I was like looking it up because I couldn't, I don't know what almond eyes are, but I feel like she kind of has them because they like almost turn like the shape of her eyes has kind of like a there's like a wobbliness to them and she has a mole like right under her left eye um she has all kinds of different hairs all the time so mm -hmm. that's not helpful but she is almost always the point of the triangle at the chorus of the dance yeah. so that helps in finding her in the crowd um but yes that's Bomi. next is yunji Mm -hmm. She's the lead vocal and the face spokesperson, whatever, of A-Pink. Yeah. Arguably, maybe not even arguably, but perhaps it's just a fact that I think she's the most famous. Yes, yeah. for sure. Um, her birthday is August 18th, 1993. Um, and she's a power vocalist, mm -hmm. like just like insane belty high notes. Um, and I think that is a reason, one of the reasons why she is so very famous yeah. is that she sings like trot music and ballads and drama OSTs. And like, mm -hmm. so there is a whole like older generation of people that really like her as a singer and yeah. kind of don't know her as a girl group mm -hmm. member. She also has done a lot of acting mm -hmm. and she's released two solo albums. And she has a radio show currently. So she's like, she's around. People mm -hmm. know about UNG. Um, uh, she's from Busan, which I feel like a couple of times we've brought up in group deep dives, like mm -hmm. that makes a member different. Sure. If you're like from Busan, you're different. Um, I feel like Yunji's like, uh, Busan-ness, uh, what is the word that I'm looking for? Manifests. <laughs> Yunji's Busan-ness like manifests in her like having very short attitude with people and she also uses old-fashioned words mm. I guess because uh, all the times on variety shows she'll say something and the like the host will stop and be like I haven't heard anyone younger than my grandma like ever use that word before so like that's her Busan quirks is that she's okay. from the country um, and we also mentioned really 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 early on Yunji got cast and added to the group, like, right before they debuted. I think she was only there for two months. Like, it was super fast. Yeah. Because they discovered her on YouTube and was like, she's great. And they threw her in the group. Um, a very easy way to find Yunji uh, along the group is that she has a giant smile mm -hmm. that creates, like, the tiniest of eye smiles. And she, like, can't sing without smiling. Yeah. And when they have to do, like, dramatic comebacks or, like, sad breakup songs, it's like she has to try to force her cheeks down because, like, singing with a smile is just how she sings. Um, so, yeah, that's the easiest way to spot her is, like... Megawatt smile. And also, which one is doing the killer notes? That's Yunji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's very easy to spot because she has, like, one of those. In every song, there's, like, a part where you're like, what? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's Yunji. Next in line is Naeun. She is the visual mm -hmm. and the center dancer, which means she usually starts the songs in the center. Mm-hmm. Her birthday is February 10th, 1994. Um, and I wrote down, Nan is my gateway to shiny. Thanks, girl. Yeah. Uh, because it was, uh, yeah, my, as I've told this story a million times, my, like, K-pop origin story is that a, a Girls' Generation music video 
then found a pink, like spent a whole week of my life, like obsessively watching every a pink thing I could find led me to, we got married where Noun was married in quotes to taming from shiny. Mm -hmm. And there, that was another beautiful gateway open to me. So I'll always be grateful to her for that (laughs) because (laughs) I love my shiny. Um, so Noun is like an actress, soju girl. She's in size new face video. Mm She's stunningly beautiful, so she's very popular as far as, like, other music videos and, like, advertisements and stuff go. Um, She even won NBC's Star of the Year Award the year that she was in We Got Married. Okay. Wow. Yeah, she's, like, she seems like a super shy type, um, but all the girls and, like, every, like, A-Pink back you know, behind the scenes kind of thing shows that she's perfectly capable of being very silly and hyper, but she carries herself in, like, a shy way. Mm-hmm. And she's also an artist, and she, like, did sketches that are in the cover and the booklet art of one of their albums. Oh, fun. So she's, like, a little art girl. Um, yeah, like we said, Noun's just, like, beautiful, and she has that very standard Korean actress face where it's just, like, her face is, like, small, and slim and like symmetrical and like I don't know she just looks like oh, really I, I feel disagree. like she looks like every actress I think she looks very unique I oh. think that her eyes are I don't know something about like her cheekbones and her eyes and the way that she holds her mouth I don't think her her face is very slim I think it's a little bit like heart shaped mm. um, and to me she has very distinctive eyes and she the way that she holds her lips over her teeth is like an oh, easy yes. way to spot her. Um, I Another way is that Noun, unlike everybody else, for sure had the exact same hairstyle. She has never mm. had a different hairstyle. Yeah. Her hair is long and it is parted in the middle. And that is the only way it ever is. It's gotten it's lighter. slightly different colors, but, but the same hairstyle. Signature look. Yeah. Long, straight hair. Um, so that's her. But uh, and as we've also like mentioned before, if you're watching along in the videos, she has gotten plastic surgery a couple of times. So her face looks different from video to video towards the end. But whatever. We all do our things. So that's noun. Next is Namju. Mm-hmm. She's the main vocal. So she's all the other big high notes that Yoonji isn't yeah. singing. Namju sings them. Her birthday is April 15th, 1995. Um, Let's see. Some facts about her. She is like, uh, she loves like dancing and learning other groups' dances. Her and Hyung, who I'm about to talk about. There's like lots of videos of them like in hotel rooms, like learning other groups' dances when they're bored. Um, She has really, really good stage presence. Mm -hmm. Like... She makes great faces and is just, like, so aware of the camera and, like, dances very hard. And I feel like she's super talented. But for whatever reason, she was, like, considered the ugly member. And I I did air quotes, but you can't see them on the podcast. <laughs> um, but, like, she always, for, like, their first, like, six comebacks, she had to have short haircuts, mm-hmm. which she complained about. Like, she didn't like it. But they were like, you have to be the short haircut one. And I don't know. I just always felt like Namju sort of got shoved to the side for some reason. But she was always trying so hard and like she was good. So I don't know why. But whatever. That's a thing about her. Um, But she's like she has a crazy laugh. She's very, very loud, very like fun and spontaneous and crazy maknae line type of girl. Um, 
She has really, really big eyes and mm-hmm. dimples. Um, and yeah, like forced into short haircuts for a long time. And as we mentioned a while ago, got some pretty drastic plastic surgery recently. So she doesn't quite look the same, but she mostly does. Um, and yeah, that's Namju. And then finally, our makne is Hayoung. Mm-hmm. Uh, her birthday is July 19th, 1996. Um, yes, she debuted when she was only 14. When she was 14. And Hayoung to me, is one of those people that has, like, Hyuna disease and that she has looked 25 uh, her mm. entire life. She isn't 25 yet, but she has looked like a full-grown adult, like, exactly the same, like a full-grown adult woman since she was a teenager. It's super weird. She's always looked exactly the same, and she does not look like the youngest member at mm-hmm. all. Um, She loves video games. She just had, a, like, a fan meeting recently that was all... Um, I don't, let me look up what this game is called because I only know it by the acronym and I don't want to say it wrong. It looks stupid. She plays uh, Battlegrounds online a lot on live streams and stuff. She's like a video game girl. Um, and another interesting thing about Young is that for some reason, when she debuted, the public was like all obsessed with how they don't think she's Korean because oh. she doesn't look it I guess mm. like they've decided she doesn't look Korean and people were spreading rumors that like her grandparents are Filipino and she was hiding it and she had to like clarify and be like <sighs> I'm all the way Korean but we were like I'm not so sure wow and even the girls in the group like they always say that they think she's from somewhere else because she <laughs> like doesn't look Korean so I don't know if that helps but she's like tall and her body's banging and she's like always looked like a grown up like that's that's what high looks like. <laughs> um, and then lastly, former member Yu Kyung. Uh, she was a 94 liner, so she was like the middle child of the group. Mm. Um, and her specialty was English lines. Like she did all the English speaking or like the English lines. That was like sort of her bag. Um, but she left in 2013. Uh, I mean, I guess we could get to it later, but I think the general consensus was that she came from a very, very, very wealthy family. And the vibe seemed to be that, like, her dad was like, you can play Idol for a couple years, I guess. Mm -hmm. But then in 2013, he was like, no, we're done. You're going to, like, school to become a doctor now or whatever. Like, Yeah, she left (laughs) the group so that she could go to college. Yeah, because, like, her parents were like, Mm -hmm. you've played your Idol game. Yeah. Now you're done. done. (laughs) Um, But yeah, they've been the same six members since 2013. So that's it. That's A-Pink. That's who we're working with. Um, Yeah. Now is the part where we go chronologically through their timeline, their discography. Yes. And their discography starts a little bit before their real debut, only in the sense that in 2010, each member was introduced one by one, like to the public, the the company announced like with this introducing Bomi and like, she's yeah, yeah, going yeah. to be in this group, new A-Pink. And so it went like known was the first one. And then the last two were Bomi and Namju. Um, 
And so they were introduced one by one, and then they did a little documentary series called A Pink News, yes. which they've done like three seasons of. Yes, and all three are still on YouTube, thanks to our friends at A Pink Subs, a YouTube channel I've been subscribed to for six years, and they've never <laughs> let me down. But yeah, you can still watch this A Pink News. It was like a fun show that was like truly formatted like a like a news, like investigative news program, and each episode is like hosted by a different like famous like cube artist. Mm-hmm. Or comedian or whatever. So like the B2B boys are there and the like Beast does an episode or whatever. Um, and it introduces like shows the group getting put together and them at their like first photo shoot and whatever. And then they have in subsequent years done more seasons of A Pink News. But originally yes. it was to like show the group to the world. Yeah. And now, or at least with the later seasons, um, the girls now play like directorial and writer producer roles in it. Like they have a lot more um responsibility as far as making the yeah, show yeah, itself. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The other one, they're they're like honestly not even really in the first episode. It's like mostly like CEOs and stuff like talking about mm. this group that's coming. Um so yeah, that was their pre-debut stuff. Mm-hmm. Their actual debut day, as I said before, is April 19th, 2011, and their first album was called Seven Springs of A-Pink, and I have it here in the studio (laughs) right now because I always bring little, like, totems when we do these deep dive episodes. So, yeah, I have their debut album here, and they look like little fresh babies, and it's just like a plain, it's just a plain little CD. It's like a super simple debut album. It's the cutest. Anyway, and their debut song is called Molayo, or I Don't So in my mind, I have this song like very high on my greatest debuts of all time. Uh, Liz, I think this is just like a perfect song. It's I love it so much. Um, the music video stars Beast's Kikwang, mm-hmm. um, who is still like a very successful solo artist. We just got an email recently from a listener who like really loves this guy. Uh, but he's like a handsome like prince I guy type guy. He's just like a handsome boy who, I don't know, like falls and hits his head or yeah, something. Yeah, he's like they unconscious like, at some point. Yeah, which honestly fits kind of nicely with like the musical theme of it because I think that the melody of this song sounds like something out like a song from Snow White oh. and it has very much like Disney synth or whatever. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It, it to me reminded me a lot of A-teens and like the ABBA okay, stuff yeah. that we had talked about Um a couple of episodes ago. Um, I, yeah. But yeah, so they, it's the music video is like sort of fairy tale ish. There's like a meadow and an orchard and a pretty boy that, like, at a certain point is like unconscious and they nurse him back to health or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, this, yeah, the video is so, it's so, this is also important to me. Um, like you mentioned before, like that kind of 90s, 18s, whatever vibe, I think is one of the strongest things that like pulls me to A-Pink. We can talk about more specific songs like as they come, but I think it's that sort of old school vibe that we were talking about a few mm-hmm. weeks ago that like is really what draws me to this. And watching this mu- music video this week, 
I felt a lot of feels because like, like truly this is my gateway. So like just thinking about these old A Pink things, like bring me back to a very special time when K-pop was new in my heart. Um, but I think like I was just saying when you song was here last week, they're like, Oh, I love all these new groups and these Luna and like doing this, like making a door out of people or whatever choreography. And while I do like that, Watching this has made me realize that there's truly nothing I love more than like a line of people wearing the exact same thing, <laughs> doing the exact same dance. Like I find it comforting or something. <laughs> I just really like it. And in this video, there's like white dresses and there's like a very like pretty rose pink school uniform mm -hmm. uh, type thing. And I love the choreography to this because it's like kind of like sharp, but like also kind of smooth. And it like really it goes fast with all the lyrics. Um, and yeah, I just like love this song as a debut. I think I think it's good. Absolutely. They also promoted um, a song called It Girl off of this album. Um, did you want to play a clip of that song? I can. Okay. I wasn't sure how many clips we would play but uh here wait no i'll just do the phone one because the music video is like the remix it's kind of annoying but it girl is definitely it's definitely a different kind of song Yeah, that uh, it girl is definitely like a. I don't even know how to describe it. It's I, a it's G ripoff. G ripoff is good, but like video game music or something. There's just yeah, something video very... game music for sure. Um, the stage. I watched a stage of this, and poor Namju has the craziest. All of the oh stage yeah, 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 bad. And Namju has like pigtails that have been made into like weird fox ears and wire is sticking out of them and or like stick yeah, stuck yeah, yeah. in them and they're just straight up in the She's air. She's like a kangaroo. It's horrible. It's real. It's bad. Um, yeah, this was not a, this second B-side off of this album wasn't great, but <laughs> I like it. I like all of this. I'm standing behind all of this unless um, I otherwise state. But you please have opinions. I'm the stand in the room today. Sure. I mean, I think I don't know is the kind of song that like when I first heard it, I was like, no, this isn't for me. It Girl is one of those songs where to this day I'm like, no, this isn't for me. Um, but I have an appreciation for the like a teens like ABBA sure. synth style of of I don't know today um so yeah uh also in 2011 before we move on um to their next little EP I just want to shout out that they did have a reality show with Infinite which was called Birth of a Family um and that came out in November of 2011 and then that same month they came out with their second mini album which was called Snow Pink and the lead single off of the song was called My My So My My is the song that I think is like the what made me decide to like stand a pink forever is like this is it's a perfect me song. It's like yeah. the, it's so 
it's just like I wrote 90s pop out of my dreams and fully the reason I fell into K-pop so hard. Yeah. Um, Because that do 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 there's just like, I, I, I don't know how to describe it other than like, that's Dream Street. I don't know. I just- wrote, <laughs> and I think that you'll identify with this, that it is iconic Disney pop. Yeah. And was this on the Princess Diaries soundtrack? Because that's the kind of song this sounds yes. like. Yes. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. it. This song, like many songs we're going to talk about today, was written by Shin Sedong mm-hmm. Tiger, yes. hit maker, producer. Uh, the music video concept is like, they're in front of this like plain white house mm-hmm. and Naon has gotten like a love letter from a boy yeah. and the rest of them are like, ee! and then they help her get ready for her date. Yeah. Um, and there's like a weird basketball jersey breakdown in the middle yes. of it. <laughs> that part is the weirdest part. And when they performed it on stages, they and that's not in the track, like on the album track. That like oh, really? breakdown is not oh, in, the in the song. It's just that's in the music really video. Funny. Um, but there's a weird, (laughs) it is weird. Uh, but there's a, an outfit in this music video. I mean, most for the house part, they're wearing like colorful chucks and like little letterman jackets Mm -hmm. and like huge chunky jewelry. But there's a box, like the, the box video stage where they're just in the big white room and they're wearing these like little blue shorts that have suspenders. Ugh, so cute. Yeah. So cute. Very, very cute. So I love my, my. I love it. Absolutely. Um, they So this album, just a few fun facts about Please. the rest of this year. Um, this album, they promoted it with uh, a little cafe where the the girls themselves like prepared the food and sold it. And all of the proceeds of that cafe went to charity. Cute. Um, and they also this year, they won the Female Rookie Award at the Mamas and released their first School Looks music video with Beast. Was that Skinny Baby? I don't know. Not I didn't sure. write down Not the sure. titles because okay. they did a lot of them. Yes, they did. They absolutely did. Um, but they're all they're all just fine. They're songs that like I Yeah, I figured owned. we wouldn't play. Well, I won't play them. But they're songs that I like owned and like listened to a lot because when I was like, again, when I was first getting into them, every every bit that there was was important to me. But yeah, they're fine. Um, and then I also have... Then when 2012 started, they won three more Rookie of the Year awards. Mm -hmm. And they got their first music show win on M Countdown in January of that year with My My. With My My. Um, Love it. Love it. Um, Before they, so that happened in January. And then in April of 2012, it was their first year anniversary. And A-Pink does this every year. They release a fan song on their anniversary. They release it as a single. And then it's usually included in whatever album comes out that year. But so this was the first one. It was called April 19th. And it was co-written by Chorong. Um, I didn't write anything. I didn't actually listen to the song, but that is what this is called. Very good. Uh, I was just going to. funny anecdote my friend Vanessa got married on April 19th and when we were all like putting our bridesmaids dresses on and like getting ready I made everyone stop and listen to that A-Pink song I was like it's for today and it's only good for today so we have to listen to it today it's just like a very it's a nice it's a it's a nice ballady fan song it I really like it and there's a there's a devastating video it's not devastating it makes my heart feel warm but they sang it at the end of their like first mm. big real concert and Namju and Yunshi are crying way too hard and like Aww. can't sing the song. They just start saying the lyrics because they Aww. can't do it. They're crying too hard. 
Um, so it's got the, it's definitely like a nice fan song and it clearly still like rouses emotion yeah. in them. So 419 is that song. Yes. But the album itself came out a month later. Mm-hmm, in May. And it's called Unane. Unane. I don't speak French, but there's a, there's a track at the beginning of the, of the album that's like water dropping and Chorong's voice going, Unane. <laughs> it's super weird and it's like not a song. It's just like introducing the album. It's so odd. But they weird. say we nane, but I'm sure that's not how you would say it in French. Strange. Well, they promoted two songs off of this album. Okay. Um, the first one they promoted in May and June, and it was called Hush. So as you can hear, this one was much dancier, mm-hmm. like clubby dancier than their previous yeah. stuff. It was written by a producer named uh, Super Changdai. Okay. Um, and, or no, 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 not this song. Excuse me. There are two songs on the album written by someone named Super Changdai, and they are the only A-Pink songs that I do not like <laughs> and have the little download icon next to them yep. on my like full A-Pink list because I don't want those two on my phone. <laughs> and they're the only ones I don't want. So if that says something about this album, I feel like they were trying something and like A-Pink wasn't supposed to be a dance group, if you ask me. Yeah. And this this song, I think, would have fit much better in into Tiara's discography, um, but I did. I do like the little like hip choreo in it. Yeah, I love the choreo. I wrote. There's a part where they like stand in a line and they kind of they fold their arms and do like a little backwards mm-hmm. walk that I've always liked. And in the music video themselves, it, the music video itself is I wrote the boxiest box video of all time. It's yeah. like it's the most boxy box video I've ever seen. But they're all wearing like white skinny jeans, little white crop tops, and these giant pink polka dot stilettos that Mm. I love. (laughs) But, like, they're too high. They're too young, and those high heels are too high. And, like, they always wore high heels, though. Like, even from their very debut, they they were chunky chunky. but tall. (laughs) Really tall. Like, much taller heels and shorter uniform skirts than teenagers their age normally would have worn. Um... But yeah, anyway, that was Hush. And then the second song and like arguably more successful or like more recognizable title track off of this is called Booby Boo, which they promoted in July. And as is discussed in the very first episode of this podcast, Mm -hmm. it was this song specifically coming up on my Pandora that made me like look up A-Pink and ruined my life forever. I understand that this is truly the cheesiest song that could ever exist, but I love it. And we have played this song before in that very first episode. So if you're like, hey, that sounded familiar and you think you haven't heard it anywhere else, you have it's cause heard it told here. You. <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, this was the uh, uh, the third single that they promoted off of this album because technically April 19th 
was the first one. Um, and this one was chosen by the fans from an online Yeah, poll. I saw um, that. And that's how they, that's why they promoted this. Um, but I watched a little music core stage of it. Um, and I think that A-Pink just does, first, there have been like other songs where I just wrote down that like, I think A-Pink is the group that does this genre of music the best. Um, and they always, they always have the cutest chunky heels and they are absolutely the queens of having perfectly coordinated, but not exactly matching outfits. Yeah. They do that mm-hmm. very well. They I do think. it really, really well. There's a stage of this song um, that they do on music core where they're wearing like the cutest little ensemble. Is it the yellow like, ones with the little straw hats? Namju's definitely wearing a oh straw God, hat, but it's it. like green and white plaid okay. and they look like they're out of the sound of music, yeah, like yeah, yeah. curtain later hosen. And I fucking love it. Yeah, they yeah, look yeah. precious. So cute. Um, I've also noted, I haven't like said this out loud yet, but I, A-Pink's choreo is very distinctive, I think, um, in that like it's not super crazy, but it has a very distinct style that they like keep with the whole time. Yeah. Um, and they, I think their specialty is doing really cool. They always get... At a certain point in their dance, they get in a line and then they do some kind of like ripple Ooh, yeah. ripple effect or like step out of the line. And it always just looks so it always looks so great. I agree. I love their dances. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the beginning of 2012. I don't have anything written till 2013. Yeah, that takes them pretty much like through 2012. And then in 2013, um, they at the beginning of the year, they come out with a second music video for School Looks with Beast. Um, and then Yoo Kyung leaves in yes. April. Um, and then in July, they come out with their third EP, which is called Secret Garden. And the title track is called No, No, No. Everything about this is a perfect example of exactly what I just said. Yeah. The cute and sassy, distinctive choreography coming out in a line in a cute, ripply way and having beautiful, coordinated, but not matching outfits in every scene. I Uh, nailed it. You totally (laughs) nailed it. Uh, This song was also written by Shinstong Tiger. Mm -hmm. um, And the company said that the concept of this album was supposed to be like healing and refreshing as to not shock fans after a member departure. Um, So uh, this song, this song is the like most peppy of that album. The rest is kind. It is very like springy and like ah, summer. It feels like a sigh. Um, I have in my hand this little, I, I knitted this little Bomi doll for myself like six years ago. And she's wearing the outfit that she's wearing in the No, No, No music video, uh, which is the music video I want to live in, according to our like 10th episode where we like mm-hmm. asked each other those weird questions because they're all wearing these like perfect two piece like floral things that are like either a shorts and a skirt and a t- like I still don't have one of those. I'm and so all sorry. these years later, I'm still mad about it because I remember because <laughs> this video was had only been out for a week when I like mm-hmm. fell into the hole. So I remember like asking on my Tumblr, putting up screenshots and being like, does anybody know where I could get an outfit like this? And no one knew yeah. like and I still don't have one and I'm still upset about it. <laughs> 
Uh, it was so great. But like, I also wrote like, everyone loved the song. How was it still only number two? Because I just remember yeah. this song being fucking everywhere. It was. And people really liked doing the dance. Yes. So there's like tons and tons of videos of like boy groups doing the dance on like Weekly Idol and stuff. Um, and they did it on like Roommate, I think. Yeah, people uh, like love to do the no, no, no dance. Yeah, because it's really cute and it has like little hip shaky choreography and it's kind of easy to and do. And the lyrics, like the chorus lyric is like, don't cry, no, no, no. Or don't be sad, no, no, no. Like, mm. don't cry, no, no, no. Like, I'm gonna hold you and like, we'll have a brighter day ahead. So like, also, like I a specific like shiny memory. It was on We Got Married, but like Tamin was frustrated about something, and then everybody was like, "Simple Hajiba, no, no, yeah. no!" Like you can <laughs> sing it at people when they're sad. Um, so this was at the time their highest charting single. It did go to number two. It also reached number two on Billboard's K-pop Hot 100, um, and they won in 2013 the Next Generation Global Star Award at the Mamas. Very nice. Um, so that was 2013. Um, and like, from what I remember, like, yeah, uh, no one was on, we got married and like Yunji was acting and like, they were starting to like do things as like famous mm -hmm. members of this group yes. that people And they both about. started and ended this year with a school looks music video. <laughs> <laughs> but the first one was with Beast in January and the second one was with BAP in December. Yes. Switching I, it up. That was a very popular Tumblr tag at the time, BA, BA Pink. Because uh, people like clever. loved the interactions and like, yes. Mm. And it Plus is it's a good mashup name. It is. Um, do you have anything between then and the next album? No. The next thing I have is that in 2014, uh, in January, they released a song called Good Morning Baby, which celebrated the 1,000th day since their debut. Um, and that reached number six on the gown chart. Um, and then they came out with their fourth EP, which was called Pink Blossom. And the title track for this song is called Mr. Chu. I loved this comeback so much. Um, cause it was the first comeback that I was like there for. Mm -hmm. Um, so I remember when the video dropped and like running to my computer. It's so exciting. Um, this song is like dancier than previous stuff, but it's still like very A-pink. Yeah, um, very cutesy. And the music video itself was directed by DigiPetty. Mm -hmm. uh, we haven't talked about the, like, that was so many episodes ago, but, like, you can see it in the color palette of the music video, which I think is a great color palette. Absolutely. Um, the, the concept of the video is that they're on, like, there's, like, a tennis court set where they're all in really cute tennis outfits. And then there's also, like, a hallway, like, a locker hallway where they are all wearing the most perfect little school uniforms and these high black socks with heels that look so good <laughs> and everyone's hair was perfect yeah. it was like the best any of their hair like all of their hair looked up until that point um and yeah this comeback was just very good to me i i remember liking it so much Abs yeah this is my personal favorite a pink song like a up until this point, I would say, in their discography, for sure. Um, I've always loved this music video. It's super, super cute. All of the outfits in it are 
to die for. Um, and the song, in general, went to number two on the Billboard's K-Pop Hot 100. They won six music show trophies, and it became the eighth best-selling digital song uh, for that year. There you go. Um, and then oh, I, they also, sorry. No problem. Also won the Best Female Dance Award for Mr. Chu uh, at the Melon Music Awards that year. I love the choreo for it. There's yeah. a part in one of the, in the like bridge right before the verse where they like, they're shaking their butts and their heads, but they're at opposite times. And mm-hmm. like some of them are going up and some of them are going down. So it's like, there's a lot happening, but it like looks very yeah. cool. <laughs> and the little line when they, when they say Mr. Chu, cause Chu is like, like yeah. a kiss. And so they do this little like finger gun thing with their, with their fingers. And it's really cute. Yeah. Um, I love the choreography for this. It's, it's really good. Um, 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 um. Oh, and I was going to say on the choreography line, because like that video pointed it out to me, something I think that's very cool about A-Pink is while they do occasionally, because they have even numbers, do the hidden member in the back thing, but I feel like they really try not to. And when they get in a V now that there's mm-hmm. six of them, Bomi is in the middle and then they just kind of space in a way, even though there's only two on one side and three on the other, where it still yeah. looks like an even V somehow? I love it. I think they do it where, like, if you were to look at it from the side, the two, the side with two are in the windows of the three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that they end up being, like, kind of equally spaced. Because, yeah, they almost never fall into that trap of losing a member, even though they have an even number. Yes. Um, So good for them. I will say one more, one more Mr. Chu thing. (laughs) that I love is that uh, one of the sets that I often forget about that's in the music video is there's one where they're just in a white room and they are wearing like hot pink dresses that are made out of like Hawaiian shirt pattern or something. One of them has a plastic yes, skirt. Yunji's skirt is clear pink yeah. plastic and it's not great. And it almost doesn't fit with the video, but also at the same time, it somehow kind of does. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like that's the only questionable part of that whole video <laughs> for me is like the the hot pink of it, like the p- hot pink of it all is pretty hot pink. But yeah. anyway, that was Mr. Chu. Mm-hmm. Um, I have in August 2014, that's when they made their Japanese debut. We always got to note it in these episodes and then move past it. But that's when it happened. Yes. I also before. So the. They did quite a lot in 2014. Um, after this Pink Blossom EP came out, Bomi and Namju came out with a subunit. Yes, Do you for have anything uh, to say about that, I don't have anything okay. to say about BNN because it was like for it. it was just like for a anniversary episode of a TV show or something. So it was like more an OST than it was mm. an official subunit debut. Oh, okay. Um, but it was like a fun little thing. But it, that's a thing that like pandas bring up a lot when they like T is doing things where the girls are like, oh, subunits. People are like, BNN. Like, oh, yeah, they want it to come back. Um, but yeah, it was just like one little one little side project. Perfect. Not really treated like a big subunit mm. debut. They also went and they did. Um, I think it was kind of like uh, EXO's Showtime. They did. It A-Pink is. It's Showtime. the same. Yeah. They replaced Infinite, I think, if I remember that correctly. Um, and so they have eight episodes of a show called A Pink's Showtime. And then uh, they came out. They debuted in Japan, promoted that for like a couple months. And also, while they were promoting in Japan, raised money to build uh, an ALS, an ALS. LS hospital. Yes. Because they're charitable ladies. They are so charitable ladies. And they also, I 
just to bring this up in the random middle, and I'm sure I've talked about it on the show before, but like just to show what a loving, generous family they are. They have always, since the beginning of their career, they pool all of their money and they mm-hmm. split it evenly. Yeah. So it doesn't even matter. Even from their solo activities. Yeah. So even if one of them is doing real good, they like all share, which yeah. is very, I think that like helps their bond. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, So that is kind of all the things that they were up to in the fall. And then in November, they released their fifth EP called Pink Love with the title track, Love. So I don't know if you're hearing it in the clip, but this was quite a departure um, from their normal style because this was like A Pink's first, like at least as a promoted single, like they're like a breakup song and not mm-hmm. a like happy puppy summertime. I love you, boy. song. like it's a sad where you're not in love anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and the like styling in the music video and for all the stages is they have like little rhinestones in their eyes, like where tears would be forming. Yeah. So it like, they have like sparkled tears like at all times. Um, and it was like, it was like grown up a pink. And it was, I remember when the teasers came out and they were wearing like tailored pants and I was like, Oh my God, they grew up. Yes. I wrote that down too. I was like, this is more grown up because they're wearing slacks. And it's the first time that they're not in like little cutesy girl outfits. Yeah. They're wearing slacks and like big sweaters. Mm-hmm. And yeah. They're all like the, the vibe of the videos. Like there's like, you know, leaves blowing around and all the trees are dead and they're like in an empty mansion and like looking out the window. And then they'll be like, sitting on a couch and it will flash to like oh there's a boy like a faceless boy with them on the couch and then he disappears yeah. like they're remembering old timey memories and stuff um, this song is spelled L-U-V which I thought was interesting because they do spell L-O-V-E in they the chorus sure do. Um, it is written by Shinsadong Tiger again um, and it was their first number one and they got a triple music show triple crown from yeah. it as well this, this song was their first to go to number one on the gown weekly and monthly chart the album went to number one in the first week it was the first they won first place on all three major music shows for two weeks in a row they are the only girl group to do that in 2014 they also won the triple crown in inky gayo they won all of the music shows in december and it was their third they were the third best selling girl group of 2014. Yeah, this song was a moment. Mm-hmm. I feel like I remember it being absolutely everywhere. The one mo- the moment that sticks the most in my mind is that uh New Year's V Live that Key and Mino did and they were like and they say at the end like, "Oh, Aping's going to be here tomorrow." And then they both do that. Like they both know the mm. even Mino knows the choreography to it and they sing it because everybody loved this song. Everybody loved it and everybody knew it. Um, yeah, so that was a big moment, finally, after all this time, mm-hmm. out of that number two to the number one, they did it. Um, and the success of this song continued for the first month of, of 2015, because in January, they were the first girl group to win five consecutive Music Corps awards. They won um, a digital Bonsang and Best Female Performance at the Golden Disc. They won two awards that year at the Seoul Music Awards, Best Female Group for the Korean Culture and Entertainment Awards, and they had their first headlining concert, which sold out in two minutes. Wow. Yeah, Which was Pink, a big deal back in 2015. 
I mean, I feel like that's... When the internet was slower. <laughs> I feel like that's as fast. It feels like that's as fast as anything should be able to sell out, right? But it doesn't. But Remember when oh, Lay's right. got, got sold out in like 0.3 seconds and even he couldn't get tickets to it? <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess that's true. Things are faster. <laughs> Things um, are but faster yeah, now. that solo concert was called Pink Paradise. There were very good solo stages. Mm-hmm. They all did fun stuff. Yeah. It's great. They also did their second Japanese release right at the beginning of 2015. Um, and then they, oh, like every year, released their anniversary song. This one's called Promise You, and it was written by Yunji. So like I said, that was their anniversary song. So they released it as a single before the official music video or before the official album came out. Um, I love that song. And I thought if we didn't play a clip of it, that was going to be my recommendation. Oh, because um, I, I just think it's so, so pretty. Yeah, I just to not to jump the gun too much because we'll get there in one second. But this album, I would say of all the songs we're going to talk about today, like this album, Pink Memory from 2015 is the most solid a pink album I stand hard behind every single song on it and if I were to tell y'all to listen to anything I would say this is the album because like every song on it is pretty great Mm -hmm. and it's not quite it's not it's still there like fresh girly a pink sound but it's not the bubble gum that they had come from it's like I feel like it's a happy medium between where they are now and mm. like where they started so absolutely I really like Pink Memory as an album I think that's a good argument that it's like halfway in between where they started and where they currently are so this was July 2015 and the single off Pink Memory was called Remember Uh, this is another Shinsadong Tiger one. Um, and yeah, we brought this song up on, I had it as one of my submissions when we did our summer jams mm-hmm. last year, because this is definitely a summer song. Yeah. The music video concept is very summery. Half of it's on a yacht. The other half is like in a meadow. And then the third half, because there are three halves to it, <laughs> um, is like in a, is on a beach yeah. or something. Um, and it has that like, iconic pan flute <laughs> line to it, the little hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that I just, that I think is so funny. Yeah. I love this music video because as I've discussed on this program before, I love nautical themes for outfits. <laughs> I don't like boats and I'm not like a boat person, but like I love a navy, I love a white, I love a little tie, a little tie of something around my shoulders. So like the vibe of this music video is my favorite. Again, great <laughs> hair moments for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, the like Coachella outfits when they're in the meadow are also kind of fun. Yeah vests and and fringy things fringy things yeah. balloons yeah um yeah so this one and i also noticed because i guess i hadn't thought about it but the music video also follows a trope that we've talked about before which is like in a summer party song it has to end at a night party oh yeah so the end of the music video they are in like black cocktail dresses and fancy makeup and like holding martini glasses because you have to end your summer thing at a summer party yeah you spend all day at the boat and then 
And then you go to the club. Exactly. That's how I've spent all my summer. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, so like we said, um, this was this album, Pink Memory, this was their second full studio-length album. And they um, went on after Remember came out. They went on to have shows in Japan and Thailand, Malaysia, U.S. This is when we saw them. Yes. Um, and then they put out a, their first Jap- Japanese full studio album, um, and they became the second best-selling girl group in 2015. Wow. 2015, they did it. That mm-hmm. was great. Um, so then they did, there was a big gap, and they didn't do any uh, like big promotions as a group again until September 2016. Um, that's when they put out their third full album. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is cool. Like, cause the, yeah, the last one was their second full album and then they went straight to a third <laughs> album instead of a little EP. In the yeah. Middle. They didn't do anything in between. Um, as they released again, their anniversary song, which this time it was called the wave and it was by Chorong. Um, they also, before this third studio album released their first original Japanese single, which became a theme song for an anime called, Rilu, Rilu, Fairy Lou. Oh, um, wow. That sounds fairy there vibe. Yeah. I don't know what any of that means, mm-hmm. but I heard fairy and I think I yeah. get it. So they sing the opening theme song <laughs> for that. Um, and they won like a couple awards at the beginning of the year. And then this third studio album came out in their after their longest hiatus since their debut. Yes. Uh, and the album was called Pink Revolution. And the single is Only One. So this song was composed by Black Eyed Peelsung, and their name is going to come up a bunch more for the rest of the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And this music video, I feel like, is definitely a bigger departure from everything that we that they had done before then in that like all of the girls are very very separate and they're like they all have their own little set in mm-hmm. like a house and it's like it seems like it's just like a sweaty all their hair is slightly wet like mm-hmm. I can't tell if they're supposed to just look like they're hot because there's like fans running and stuff but they're just like in a house and there's like kittens and fish tanks and like neon and, and there's like, like they're sitting in front of a fan and there's kind of like a gray filter over the whole mm. thing that makes it look kind of gauzy but you don't even see them dance or in their dance outfits until like a minute 40 into the video mm. so it just doesn't feel like the others I feel like they feature their dance more or whatever and this one was just more like glamour shots of all of them like in cute outfits in a house just like looking wistfully outside of windows before they get to the like choreo part. Yeah. This album in general, both Chorong and uh, Yunji spoke a little bit when the album came out that this really marked like the turning point in their discography because um, it's like they're presenting a much more like grown up image. And they stated that this album was meant to reflect growth and maturity um, and that they were going to from now on focus on making complex and beautiful music versus, quote, simply fun and catchy songs. Um, So they also released, or excuse me, they also promoted two other songs from this album, Boom Pow Love and Ding Dong. Mm -hmm. Um, And 
Uh, the song Only One went to number one on seven charts in just hours after it was released. Yeah, it was really a moment. I personally, I don't like the chorus of this song very much. I really like the verses, mm. but I've never like been a huge fan of this one. But I was like glad that people liked it because again, I like don't want my group to fade into obscurity. But just like on a personal note, I didn't like love this one. But it was fine. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, the next thing I have on the list is that in December of that year, a thing they'd never done before, they released a special album mm -hmm. called Dear. Yes. And it had like some remixes and some acoustic versions and of like older songs. But the actual like single that was on it and was promoted and played on the radio or whatever is called Cause You're My Star. Um, this music video is like, it's boxier than the last couple. Um, but I thought it was interesting that one of the main outfits in the music video is like cropped cardigans and plaid clueless skirts, mm -hmm. but it was like three years before everybody started wearing those. Like, yeah. cause now that's the thing. But three years ago, A Pink was already wearing it. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is just like a nice little, like a quick little weird, like EXO style Christmas yeah, end of the year strange album. Christmas album. Um, do you have anything between then and five? Uh, the only other thing that I have, uh, for 2017 before they release their sixth EP is that Yoonji releases her second solo mini album and hosts her first concert, her first solo concert. And then again, in April, 2017, they release a fan song for their anniversary. This one was called Always. Um, and then they come out with their sixth EP, um, which was called Pink Up. And the title song was called Five. Okay, I can only sigh loudly for this one. This is another Shinsodong Tiger song. I hate this song. <laughs> I absolutely hate it because it's literally love and no, 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 if Together. they were just the same song. Um, and it was just very disappointing because it was like they've mm. already released this song before. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'll play it at the end in my little, like, recommendation B-side section. But there was another song on this album called Kok Kok that they'd liked it on um, music shows and has choreo to it and whatever. And if they had just made that the lead single, I think this album would have done really, really well. Mm -hmm. Because that song was, like, interesting. It was different. It was, like, another side of A-Pink. It was a little smooth, a little sexy. It wasn't, like, anything else that was out that year. And I just think they made a huge mistake by putting out this, like, song that literally sounds like a ripoff of their other songs. Yeah, a ripoff of their own music. And also, it's like the music video is like a bad box video, but that the box itself is CGI. Like, they're yeah. like board game pieces or something, but it's like the room they're standing in, even though it's just a plain purple room, it doesn't, it doesn't look real. Yeah. It's like they're in 
empty negative space. Also, not that this has anything to do with the quality of the song, but Bomi's haircut Ugh. is atrocious. I wrote it down. I wrote Bomi's haircut was a literal travesty and I was devastated this whole comeback. Yeah, it was upsetting. She had really, really small bangs and a super blunt, really short bob and it did absolutely nothing for her face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really, it was really, yeah. really bad. And I like don't know why or how it happened. I think she said like, oh, my hair was dying and they had to cut it off. I think it was that she had truly been wearing extensions since Love. Mm. Because when they performed, I should, should have said it back when we were talking about it. But when they performed Love on music shows, she had the most insane haircut that anyone's ever had in this whole world. And it was like all the hair from her ears forward was cut to chin length and the rest was all the way down her back. Oh, yeah. No, we've talked about this haircut. Sunny okay. had the same haircut. Yeah. It's like a it's like a fake out bob where it's actually just like a huge mm-hmm. mullet. And I think from then on they were putting weird extensions in it. Mm. And then it like must have just gotten all ratted and died. And then they just chopped it to her ears and it is it's hideous. Yeah, it's bad. It's hideous. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. So that was a comeback that I feel like was a disappointment. I don't know how it, how did it do okay in the charts? I don't think so. Because I be think honest, people didn't care. I, I didn't write anything down from it. So <laughs> I, I guess not. Um, but they did go on later that year to then have um, another Japanese release, like more Japanese releases. And they did a multiple country Asian tour. So they were busy. They were busy. Busy enough that they didn't come back again until July 2018. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of 2018, they had their fourth Korean concert, and then they again in April, as always, released a new fan song. This time it was called Miracle. And then their seventh EP. Which was called One and Six, which I think is confusing because it's the seventh yes. EP, so I don't quite know where the one and six comes from. One plus six is seven. Uh Oh, Wow. Jesus. I was thinking like one and six, like 16 or like, but yes, uh, one and six is seven. Wow. Because they're <laughs> six and they're one. Okay. Wow. I feel real stupid. It's all just coming <laughs> together. This makes perfect sense. It's a perfect album title. Um, the single off this one was called I'm So Sick. But here's the catch. When we do these group deep dive episodes... We save the le- the most viewed video for last, like we would if it was a random game. So we're not going to watch or play I'm So Sick right now. We'll get to it really oh, soon. Oh, is this their most played? It is at oh, the okay. moment. I truly think it probably shouldn't be. But the problem is because A-Pink is so old school mm. and their company, they changed companies so many times that the original uploads of all of their music videos are gone now mm. and were only added to YouTube in the last two years. Oh, okay. So all their old video views are lost to the ages. So we don't actually know, but I'm So Sick is technically at 70 mil, like the most popular oh, right okay. now. So we'll get to it. So we'll get to that one in a minute, then we won't talk about it now, but it did, ha- I will just say it has a very, very, very different vibe from like pretty much anything yes. A-Pink had ever done. Um, they did re- promote a B-side from this track, or from this album, which was called All Right. Um, and this is cutesier and like way more true to their like original sound. Um, but the album itself went to number one on the gown chart. It went to number 11 on the Billboard world, which is the highest that the that A-Pink has ever gotten um, on the Billboard World charts. The single, I'm So Sick, went to the number one on the gown chart and was listed as one of the 20 best K-pop songs of the year by Billboard. Um, And they finished their year by having another Asian tour and winning uh, a Top 10 Artist Award at the Melon Awards that year. Yeah, this song, like from from my Panda perspective of like watching all of this go down, 
I feel like this is the comeback that um, like introduced a pink to a new generation of stands. Mm-hmm. Because I think if you like joined, if you joined into K-pop like post like no, no, no then like maybe it's possible that A-Pink slipped under your radar or yeah. you just didn't notice them because they were making like girly, girly bubblegum music. Um, but yeah, we'll watch the video soon. But this song is like, yeah, very grown. I wouldn't know. I guess I guess technically the concept would be girl crush because like anything that doesn't fit into those other categories is like girl crush. But I don't know. They're like glam. They're like glamorous women. So I wouldn't even know. I don't even. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. But yes, that song was written by Black Eyed Peelsung, who we talked about a second ago. Um, Yeah, and it was a it was a smash. And then that brings us to their most recent. Come back. Yes. <laughs> Which was this year. It was in January of this year. Um, that same month, they also held their fifth Korean concert and another Japanese show. Um, and then they came out with their eighth EP, which was called Percent. And the single is called Mm-mm, or Percent Sign, Percent Sign. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still can't believe this song only came out this year. This year has been I was long. utterly <laughs> shocked to hear that this song came out this year. I like truly couldn't even believe it. Um, but I really liked this song when it came out. I really liked the music video. It's like sexy and cute. The outfits again are super adorable and I would wear all of them. Um, I love the chorus little like, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because that's where the mm, the mm, and the percent because mm-hmm. written in Korean, if you took that percent sign and just shifted it slightly so that it's straight up and down, that's what like the characters mm, mm. and it, that's a like informal way to say yes. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, yeah, is kind of like the. Yeah, it's like, mm hmm. Like if someone asked you a question, you went, mm hmm. Yeah, it's like an informal way to say yes. It's, I feel like it's also kind of a sarcastic, like, sure, sure. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, they're like frustrated so more with like a, men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the music <laughs> video is like a retro, pink, retro, hollow fantasy. And they're all like glittery sparkle dresses. And they're like, cre- it, the one thing about it is I feel like other than any of their music, this video is kind of creepy. Mm. Or at least like there, there, there's like an oddness, like any yeah. of the scenes where the girls are just like in little pairs, they are dead eye staring at the camera like creepy dolls. In the way that like Red Velvet loves to do yeah. and the way that like OGG Lil Touch had like those solo shots of them in like a greenhouse wearing a beautiful yeah. dress. And, and like, then they... And then it ends with them doing some witchery. They like the whole video. They have like little pieces, little hands, little hearts or whatever that are like covered in rhinestones. And they put them in this milky pink water. And then they lay a suit out on the table and they like put take the heart out of the pink water and put it on the suit. And then the suit starts to feel like there's a man in it. Mm. And it like floats up off the table and they all just like sit dead eyed and watch the suit float. And that's how the video ends. So there's like a it's kind of creepy. So it was it's a real it's a real like departure, but they're growing up and they're trying things. And it seems like these like new generations of stands are on board. And I love that. I really do like love that people like this. But I think one of the reasons I wanted to do this episode was because I still truly, really deep in my heart, love and believe in all that earlier stuff. And I feel like people didn't hear it. So I just wanted to like share it. 
absolutely for this new generation of A-Pink fans that yeah. may be out there. Um, I think that this um, this album very much follows the trajectory that they started out with I'm So Sick. Um, and I think and that like I'm so sick I think follows logically from um what was the previous album that we talked about from only one um I think that their music in the last like three albums they've clearly been like taking I think maybe a little bit more charge or at least yeah. like maybe if they're not necessarily taking their own charge like they have a certain they they have a clear idea for what kind of music that they want to make and yeah. that's that's what they're they're sort of like playing with new things which i think is fun um the album itself went to number three on the gown chart and number 14 on the billboard world albums chart and they also promoted a second uh b-side off of it which was called hug me um and it's just one of those like sit and sing songs it has like a more <laughs> of an r&b beat with some like tlc-ish harmonies um but yeah yeah. So that like that wasn't they, so long ago. Yeah. They also put out like always they put out their April 19th song this year. It's called mm. Everybody Ready. It has like horns in it. It's it's peppy. It's very peppy. Uh, but yeah, that like brings us to where we are now. And, uh, you know, sometimes when we do these deep dives, it's like and then the group disbanded or whatever. Or then they went to the military. Yeah. But this is a situation where like. A-Pink's not done. They all claim that they have, like, no intention of stopping anytime mm-hmm. soon. And, like, Yoonji's like, Chorong will never let us break up. And, like, we're all, yeah. we're going to be girl Shinwa. Like, just you wait. Um, and I have high hopes for that because I really do think that they're all great. And they clearly, like, really get along with each other and mm-hmm. work well together. So I think there's... I have hope that it will keep continuing on. Yeah. Um, And they're still going strong, which like most of the girl groups we've done so far, like have not, that has not been the case. So um, it's nice to be able to be like, we look forward to seeing what else they do. Yeah. And uh, one thing I'm trying to find the date so I can plug it properly for the next like a pink thing that's coming in the future um, is that our sweet Maknae Hyung is going to be the second member ever of this group to go solo. And she's putting out a solo album on August 21st. So that's like in two weeks from when you hear this. So I'm very proud of her. It's very exciting uh, for like a Maknae solo album. Um, so yeah, A-Pink, I love you. I thank you so much for bringing me into K-pop. I couldn't, I can't thank them enough. They're so special <laughs> to me and it was really nice to get to listen to all this music again. Uh, and I loved it. So thank you for tagging along. And now I'm going to take a, We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back to watch. I'm so sick and recommend some a pink B sides before we go. Ready? As ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> all right. So now it's time to watch their most popular music video, which at the moment is I'm So Sick at 70 million views. I would honestly guess if the other views had not been deleted, I think No, No, No would probably be at the top. But mm. we'll never know. We'll never know now. <laughs> we'll never know, no, no. So uh, uh, never know. Yeah, never know, no, no. That's funny. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> All right. So here comes A-Pink, I'm So Sick. From 2018. Here we go. This opening title card with like the rain and their names, like it feels very serious. It's so dramatic. Yeah. Yeah, like we said, this was their seventh mini album. I'm so sick of lying. You 
Yeah, so this video is like, yeah, there's a there's a neon glow over the entire thing. Yeah, and it's so like basically it's a warehouse and then they go into these like fake rooms. Like they all have their own little fake room where yeah. like each one stuff in it. Yeah, they get their own little solo set, and one of them is like painting, and one of them is getting dressed, and one of them is eating. But they're also like making messes, and they like look bored. They're like throwing things, like they're bored. Omi looks stunning. So good. So, so She so, looks so good. so good with black hair. And I feel like she rarely has it. That's true. That's absolutely true. Um, bye, bye, bye. Yeah. And the lyrics of this song, the Il Duop Salt, like that's kind of like a made, like it's a slight nonsense phrase. They've mm. been doing that. But it's mostly saying like, there isn't one more. Like, I'm not giving you one mm. more chance. And in the lyrics, they say, like, don't call me when you're drunk anymore. Like, I am tired mm. of your lying. So there's definitely, like, a grown-up vibe, even in the yeah. lyrics, that, like, they're talking about a grown-up relationship. relationship. Yeah. But, yeah. I love the choreography for this. Um, they do this little, like, knee move mm-hmm. um, that I think is so cute. Their outfits in general are more grown up in this. They're wearing like sparkly, like drapey evening gowns. And then one of the dance scenes, they're wearing like black, like cuffer. dress. Or, and then there's these like cocktail-y yeah. outfits here. And they're doing crop tops that like actually show tummy for, in a more noticeable way. Yeah. Oh, Yunji looks Because so one of bad. them is wearing like a sort of athletic, like sports bra and like, um, sweatpants. Yeah. Yeah, and then they're also like, uh, yeah, I don't know. They all just like look pissed. Mm-hmm. Beautiful and pissed. And the teasers for this were them just like walk the in those outfits, like walking out of that elevator. And it was like, oh, man, we're all in so much trouble. <laughs> but it's really beautiful. And this song is like so weird and it's like it shouldn't work, but it does. But it does. I love this song. Oh, a single tear. So drama. Yay! I love my A pink. Great job, ladies. Um, okay, so now is the point in the show where we usually do weekly recommendations, but since I always like to stay on topic mm-hmm. for these kinds of episodes, I pulled some favorite B sides, which was very hard for me to do. Sure. Because, like I said, other than those two songs I mentioned earlier, I stand by all of this very hard. <laughs> um, so I just tried to pick a couple. Um I will, I'll just say, because I think you should just watch it yourself before I play a clip, but the song Kok Kok, it's K-O-K, K-O-K, um, 
that I mentioned earlier as the should have been the single instead mm. of five. Um, there's a dance practice for that one and there's stages for it. So I say just like go seek it out, mm. go look at it uh, because it's really good. Um, and me playing you a clip isn't going to do anything about it. Um, another B-side that I love that's also from that Pink Up album. Uh, you mentioned it. I think it was the fan song. Uh, it's called Always. Um, so that's on Pink Up. Another one that's very important to me because, um, again, when I fell so deep into this hole, they only had three mini albums. I, of course, bought them. And then that was the only K-pop I had, right, yeah. for a while. So these songs are very, very special to me, even though they're, like, not the greatest. Or they might not be everybody's taste. But uh, one that I really, really love is called I Need You. Yeah, there's a lot of sound effects in that one, but I really like it. Um, and then let's see, I'll do I'll do one more because again, I could do this literally all day. Uh, also from, uh, you mentioned it earlier, but it was the one that they promoted alongside "I'm So Sick," and it's called "All Right," and it also has a choreography video that's good. They also really made my like my my panda shawl heart very happy when they performed that one because they did one stage in like Pearl oh, Aqua yeah. outfits and I was like, Shiny Pink Rise! <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'll stop there. Did you have any others? I know I, I played one, but yes, um, please yes, hit me. My, well, I was going to recommend Promise You, which is the anniversary song that Yunji wrote uh, back in 2015. We already played a clip of that. I really like it. It's a beautiful, just like pretty acoustic song. But the other song I wanted to recommend, which is kind of different from their usual style it has like a smoother like sexier it has like heavy r&b beats um and it's called boom pal love it's on the same album as only one and it does sound like it does i will admit remind me of that charlie xcx song like boom clap breaking my okay, heart yeah, that yeah. one but i like it i like this song That whistle, that Yunji whistle yeah. in there is classic. I love it. I, love it. I just a really great I just recommendation. Yunji rips. <laughs> That's I a really it. good recommendation. <laughs> I love that. Um, anything else? That is all. Okay. All right. Then we'll stop there. But <laughs> this was a real, real joy and real treat for me to get to talk about my favorite girls in the whole world. And if you by any chance were stirred by this episode and you want to know more about A-Pink, please hit me up. I'm full of links and like extra things like. Yeah. I'll or you. if you were a, a pink panda and had no one to talk to about it, please reach out because Shannon would love to talk to you. I would love to talk to you. <laughs> um, and where you can reach out to us, we are on social media at Pod on Twitter and Instagram, amakpoppod at gmail.com for emails um, and ask me about K-pop, the podcast on YouTube. Um, and we'll be back next week with something. I don't know what. 
but that we'll figure it out. We always do. Oh, I have one weird thing to go out on. Um, I'd hoped that maybe someday someone would notice and no one ever has. But um, our theme song to this podcast is a barely legal version of an A-Pink song that my husband wrote. uh, That was from a... It was a drama soundtrack. I mean, it was on Seven. It's on Seven Springs, the repack, and I think it was a drama soundtrack. Mm. But the song is called "Let Us Just Love." So instead of playing our outro song, <laughs> I'm gonna play the end of this one instead, and you can hear where it came from. So we'll see you next week. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye, Chongyun. You're our inspiration. Bye.